keep repeating what you as use your second computer for. As long as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Did I you stop it? Enough. Did you stop it? Then I can't started get, it? Can't get enough of it. I didn't touch it. I, uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to this finely tuned machine that is GeekSpot News. <laughs> I, I'm and, back, so everything's going to be a little, little off. I, a little look, off. Look, Jack's back. I'm back. We're back together. It's like Batman and Robin in, uh, with the nipples. It's like Batman and Robin with the nipple, with the nipple movie. Is that is it? I didn't know. It is. I'm, I missed the memo. It is. It is now. Um, thank you all for finding our geek spot, and uh, just I um uh, go ahead do, do the thing. I lost my I, switched, I lost my whole. I switched session. cameras. That's all. I, I just know. switched cameras. I'm getting a second camera, and I'm going to do a multi-camera shoot one night. Look, we're still we're still celebrating. What are we celebrating? Uh, the day. The day of your birth, Frank. Oh, I thought it was. It was yesterday. You're you're 29 years old. I am 29 it's, years old. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I mean, first I want to hear about your time away before we get into to my <laughs> utterly depressing day yesterday. <laughs> There's so many so many concerts. Uh, yeah, my my kids had four concerts in the span of three weeks. There was a, a high school. Uh, vocal thing there was a honors for middle school vocal thing there was a regular middle school vocal thing and then a regular middle school instrumental thing jesus and then gigs and then the wife was out of town and dom good to see you in the chat thank you for uh for filling my chair last week hell of a job i listened to the podcast uh right after you guys finished up and it was it was uh good stuff hi charles hi to your mom yeah, I, um, I don't know what you're talking about, Eagles. I, I don't know what that means. The band did not play last night. Um, so I did. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. So I was I was busy doing that. I was watching a lot of a lot of Doctor Who and things like that, and got three episodes of that. We didn't uh, get to talk about. I know you're a huge fan. Watched so many episodes, but Charles is excited to hear me talk about it. So Starting I'm looking up. forward to that. And uh, you know. Uh, yeah, just keeping busy. Gigs got three more coming up this weekend. Doing all the holiday gigs. Went down to the city over the weekend with the boys Ooh. and the girl, and uh, did the Christmas Village thing. It's always fun down there. Yeah, no, it's so packed. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, because you're allowed down there now, so yeah, I I realized last time we went was uh, like our second to last episode of Kid Talks when I was doing that podcast with my kids. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, and we had toured, uh, done Christmas Village, and it was it was still everybody was masked up. It was in 2020, so it was not quite as busy as it was. I haven't been down there in a long time because I don't work down there anymore. So I I don't I don't work down there. Tavern on Broad closed. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So how about you, man? Um, I. I, I, I am playing a lot of zombies in Call of Duty. Now, how ironic is it that all I do is shit on everything zombie related all the time. And here I can't get enough of this Call of Duty zombie mode. Right. I love it. It, it sounds like it totally makes sense. All I'm doing is shooting them. So, I mean, you know, I'm not really interacting with them. They're not. We're not building new societies and then fighting with other humans and then building another society and fighting with more humans. We just fight zombies all the time. Um, I did catch the rerun of a really awesome episode of Smallville. Oh, um, the one where they switch where Clark and Lex switch or Clark and Lionel switch places. Well, that was wasn't that for more than an episode? Well, no, it was just season four, uh, season uh, four, episode like four or five, I think. I don't okay. know. I thought it lasted for a while. Yeah, just that one episode. Um, it was it was it's fu it's a fun episode. And I, I happened to cross it when I restarted season four. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
What? So I asked you earlier, hey, <laughs> did you finish upload? No. So. You said no, slow burn. I've been I watching been, it for a month. It's only eight episodes that are 22 minutes each. I know. And I've been, I, I, I have watched it slowly because I'm enjoying it. I give you credit because I watched it fast and I still don't know what the hell was going on in the episode before each time. I can't tell you what's going on now, but I'm enjoying the interaction of the characters. It is so, so insanely edited that they're just like, I bet you're going to figure out that we just time yeah. jumped again. Yeah. <laughs> There's, that's a little bit of a problem. There's a lot of that in there. Like, it's very, very, very choppy edits. Like, from one end of one episode to the beginning of the next, even. It's like, I. Two weeks. Surprise. I thought I missed something the first time I from episode one to two. I was like, "Wait, what happened?" Oh, they do that every week. Every yeah, episode, no, I noticed. It. I noticed. No, yeah, I noticed. It's great. Um, but as far as the birthday goes, um, I hate my birthday usually every year. Um, the fiftieth was okay, but it happened during COVID, so we just kind of hung out and did a karaoke thing. I mean, my twenty fifth. Um, last night's uh birthday was it was an interesting thing. Um. Ange, Ange FaceTimes me and I, you know, I decline. So Ange FaceTimes me again and I decline. And then she, Ange texts me. She's, she says, answer your fucking phone. <laughs> Just like that. Well, that's fair. Right. So I answered it and I say, what's up, Matt? Because Maddie Kaplan, our good friend, Maddie Kaplan, yeah. he doesn't like to text you. He likes to call you. He's a caller. Mm. So we all like, like, don't like to talk on the phone anymore because most people do it at work and it's just just text me you know so that was a joke but she says go look out your front door and what her and ray had done was they had a cake they dropped a cake off at my house an ice cream cake oh that's so nice right and about a half an hour later i get a text from our friend jimmy maziak go look out your front door jimmy is one of the gms at GoPuff. jimmy went into my account and ordered me a bunch of my last orders. Wow. So it was some Cokes, because he thought I was like, I, he thought he was giving me diabetes. He, it was like six or six or seven cherry Cokes, but <laughs> I usually order them because my mom drinks them. I don't like cherry Coke. And then there was like five pints of ice cream, and I was like, Jesus Christ. So it's all in the freezer. That's something for you to do later on while you're killing zombies. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, was, that that's very nice. That that's wonderful was, friends you have. It was. It was really nice, and I got a lot of a lot of love on Facebook, and and I get a lot of love every year. And and for those of you that are actually in the chat and wished a happy birthday, um, thank you. I really appreciate it. And for those of you that didn't, you're dead to me until next year, and that's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's good. No, but it was. You know, it was just. It was. You know, it was a weekend. Um, yeah, I see. Uh, Charles had some fun this weekend too. I don't know if you saw that in the chat I, over there. I, I see that he's at Steel City Con a lot, and it really feels like there's a Steel City Con every other weekend. Uh, well, look, there's there's a Philadelphia-ish Comic Con every right. like quarter. That's what it feels like. And there's, and I, know it's I think, it. three horror cons in Cherry Hill now. There was one like two weeks or over the weekend. Yep. Uh, yep. But but he got to meet the voice of Mario, and he got to uh, meet Ted Raimi. Uh, Ted Raimi of Chris uh, Pratt Zena. Zena fame. Chris Pratt was there. The other voice of Mario. Oh, the real uh, Mario's dad in the movie. How's that? No, that's awesome. And uh, and Ted Raimi of Xena and Every Evil Dead or Sam Raimi property ever fame. Who's fantastic. He's always a blast. Yeah. Um, oh, and as far as last night, I I basically shut the Eagles game off in the third quarter. Uh, there, there was no way. It was just uh... it wasn't fun. It wasn't a fun game. Um, if you're a Cowboys cockroach in the area, it was probably a really fun game for you. It wasn't a fun game, but I didn't get the anger that everybody else got. Like their the the Facebook was was oh my god. Yeah, they are uh, they are not a fan of your defensive coordinator on Facebook. Nobody's a fan of him. I'm not a fan um, of the offensive coordinator either. But here's what I have to say to you: 62 days until pitchers and catchers. Oh well, and I can't wait to see what Nola does. Um, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers, they're in second place in the Metropolitan Division. How's that? I saw that, that for the for the Flyers to win, the Eagles had to start losing, is what I heard. I, um, <laughs> look. And I'm glad glad we got rid of uh, that, that one reliever from the Phillies. Uh, Kimbrel? Yeah. Yeah. Look, the Phillies 
the Phillies are never going to win a World Series in my lifetime because Philadelphia sold its soul for that Eagles Super Bowl. I am firmly <laughs> convinced that that is the new Billy Penn. That's well, it. look, if, if they win out, they still win the, the NFC. So I know. And, and right now they're sitting in fifth place, which is wonderful. Yeah, but if they, uh, if they I, went I, out, they they jump the Cowboys. Right now, I I would love to sit and talk sports for for hours. I could do that, and I'll touch on what Dom said real fast. Juan Soto, the Yankees. That's fine. It's just more balls that get a hit over his head. The Yankees are great. Signed Soto or traded for Soto to finish in third place. It's fine. I'm okay with it till they sign uh, the Japanese pitcher. And the Otani contract, for those that aren't aware, he signed for 10 years, $700 million, which is on the surface an insane amount of money. But the ESPN report came out today, and I had seen other reports of deferment and whatnot, but nothing nothing concrete. And that he's only actually making $2 million a year for the next 10 years. And then in that 10th year, that $600 million is due. So he'll make a hundred million over like 10 years. And then he's going to get that 600 at the back end to leave the Dodgers able to be competitive and still sign free agents. And I make feel like that's a, that's a Mets deal. To Bobby it, is, Day. It, it absolutely. They're going to be paying Otani until I'm well in the grave. Um, let's, you know what, instead of starting off with the news, go jump right into the doctor who stuff. Gotcha. So it's Charles asked, and I know you watched it, and you're you're a big fan. Get, oh, give me I did. So for anybody not familiar with with where we're at with Doctor Who, as a, as a generalization, so we just got through the Jodie Whittaker era uh, last year, maybe the year before, um, which was was a couple years of of torture for most Doctor Who fans, and I'm not of the same belief that a lot of people were. Where look, they went woke and they did this and the other thing. It was just bad writing. Um, as evidenced by the three phenomenal episodes that Russell T. Davies has brought back for the Doctor Who series, he brought back David Tennant, the 10th Doctor, the most popular Doctor, who re reinvigorated the entire brand uh, about 15 years ago when, when he came on. Um, he, was, he was after the Cobra Commander? Yes. Okay. And pre-Matt uh, Smith. Gotcha. Go ahead. So when he, uh, he, when he came on, um, it was it was just like going right back to then when the doctor was super fun and just the way he embodies that character with with this combination of intellect and passion and anger and fun and humor like it's just everything's there. And, you know, um, and I can't remember her name right now. Uh, the actor. Oh, Catherine Tate. You know, Catherine Tate yeah. from The Office. Yeah. yeah, she is Donna Noble who was okay. one of his companions back in the day. They brought her back for this three episode arc too. Cause the two of them are amazing together. Okay. Um, and, and you get him back and the doctor is never in his 14, uh, reincarnations or, or, or regenerations has never had the same face. Um, right. cause the, the original premise behind that was the original doctor. They cast way back in the days. William Hartman was old. Right. And started having right. health issues. So instead of canceling the show or recasting, they just created a regeneration so they could always have a new doctor. Was how they got out of him um, passing away in the role. And instead, they just uh, ran with it for the next 60 years because this is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Okay. So we got back Russell T. Davies, who's the one that brought back Doctor Who back in 2005 to begin with. We got back David Tennant, the most popular Doctor Who survived a few regenerations of his own during his time frame. Um, we brought back Catherine Tate. Phenomenal. We got um, an introduction in the first one of this character called the Meep, who'd been introduced in comic books before and way back was a callback to, to episode back in this, the 70s, um, who was great. It was voiced by um, another British actress who was the herbology teacher in um, in Harry Potter. Okay. You recognize her if you saw her. Um, right. but, but great there again as well. And just the way that they brought back the interaction between the characters. We got Donna had all this exposition off screen that she developed. You're not sure why the Doctor has the same face again. It's an overarching mystery that goes across um, all the three episodes. Um, they bring back you know all of the same issues everybody complained about during Jodie Whittaker's run and mm -hmm. Chris Chibnall's run that 
as you've heard me talk before about some things when, you know, when you beat me over the head with a cause during an episode and just making it a part of the story, that's not good writing. That's just being like, I want to talk about this cause. Right. And this, right. And so this first episode gets into transgender, goes into all sorts of, all sorts of things um, regarding that and just touches on it and makes it a real part of life within the story. Oh, cool. You know, the grandmother in there is like, Oh, well, is, is it okay when I t- tell her she's pretty? Because I, I couldn't have told her that before. Right. You know, when, when she was a, you know, and it was like, how do you deal with it? And like, that was like integral writing into the story. And that, and that, that character chose to uh, go from being named Jason, which they character in it, which is actually um derivative of the word doctor. Okay. So, and, and, you know, somewhat spoilers for it. Um, you know, then chose to be Rose, who was a doctor companion as well, and has all these memories related to the doctor through as does her mom, um, because her mom's mind was wiped. Right. So you get you get a lot of that. Um, it all all ties up in that first episode. And then Donna and the doctor leave. You get a second episode in this this trilogy that they released, which is just old school Doctor Who horror movie on a spaceship with the doctor, the companion and who knows what's going on. They're at the edge of space, the edge of the universe, where there's nothing there and just them in this ship, and they got to figure out the mystery. Fantastic writing. Okay. Again, super fun. Very tight cast. They, they released no previews of it, so nobody knew it was going to happen. Everybody was like, oh my god, every Doctor ever is going to come back. Yeah, it's not Russell C. Davies' bag, man. That's that's what the other guys keep doing. Right. Um, but that one was amazing. At the end, you get Bernard Cribbs, who plays Donna's grandfather, who he and David Tennant um, were always incredible together. Just the way that they interacted. Um, this was also Bernard Cribb's last appearance because he passed away between the, when they filmed episode two oh, and episode three. Okay. Um, but they referenced him over the years, ever since th- he was on the show back in 2008, 2009 with, with Donna Noble, right. they referenced that character repeatedly throughout the series. And to see him come back, even if it was just for a few minutes, and get to interact with um, Catherine Tate and David Tennant was like so touching and so well done um, that it was it was really brilliant the way they did it. And then they brought her out the third episode, uh, which again, spoilers, just came out Saturday, um, which brought in Neil Patrick Harris as the toy maker, which is a character from the original season of Doctor Who that they just brought back in for this for the 60th anniversary. Obviously, it wasn't Neil Patrick Harris back then, but bring sure? him in, have brought back one of the other companions from back in the 80s at some point, um, brought back the unit or unit, which is the like their military organization that's run through the whole series as well. The Doctor Who comes in and out of right. and um, and you get some really cool play back and forth with David Tennant and, and Neil Patrick Harris and their characters. Neil Patrick Harris is the toy maker. All he wants to do is play games, but he's like an um complete overpowered omnipotent being that nobody can stop nobody can do anything but he follows the rules of the game so like the climax is them playing a game of ball of catch and whoever loses the game of catch loses like control over the entire world or dies oh geez <laughs> like crazy stakes for like that right before that they played a game of high low, or of high card okay right and it's like well he's gonna cheat it's his that no he can't cheat and it's literally just cut the deck what's what card you got Holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but then the doctor regenerates at the end of this because we knew it was going to happen before Christmas because there's Nudie uh, Guadam, who we weren't, it was announced a few years ago. Right. Um, but they didn't do a regular regeneration where one goes away and the next one comes in. They did what they called a bi-generation, which has never happened before. It's, you know, they're like, oh my God, I thought it was a myth. Okay, whatever. Um, so David Tennant is still a, a doctor running around. Okay. Now, but he's taking his time. He's just living with Donna Noble and her family in um, Cardiff in London, in England. Right. And just hanging out, like recovering from all of the trauma they've le- heaped on the doctor over the last billion years the doctor's been alive. And then there's a new one. And there's a brand new doctor who it seems like he's going to be a blast. He was in the episode okay. for about 15 minutes. It looks, seems phenomenal. Was super fun. Played it brilliantly. His first full show is going to be on Christmas. Um, okay. But they're trying to expand the universe like they did back in the eighties and early two thousands. They did Torchwood. They did this adventures of Sarah Jane. Right. Um, looks like they're going to try and do that again with Russell T Davies, which he did before. 
and expand the universe out. So we might get some more one-offs with David Tennant. We might get a unit show where some of them pop in and out of, I think. Right. Um, but it's owned by Disney Plus now. So like now they have all this extra money behind them, which you can tell because when they would show flashbacks, it's like, oh, well, look at that quality. And then it comes back to now and it's in 4K with million dollar special effects. Or do they? <laughs> uh, we'll that, see. That actually sounds pretty cool. I wish, I, it was, was, I, wish I was more into it. Yeah, it was a, it was a great, great run. And um, I'm really excited to see where they go from here. But but again, it's just it's smart writing. Right. It draws you into the story that can touch on all these topics that all these other things get slammed for. Smart writing. That would be. Yeah, look. In other in other mediums, wouldn't it? It it would be. I don't I don't know that we see it anymore. But uh, oh, God, how many episodes total? Jesus. Uh, They're in the hundreds, hundreds and yeah. hundreds. They started I mean, back in the sixties, right? Yeah, well, it's 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 sixtieth anniversary is twenty twenty three, so it's yeah. been around since sixty three. They're on the fourteenth Doctor. One of them didn't have a series, The War Doctor, but um, and the eighties were just kind of movies here and there. Yeah, I um, remember. They did it. In the nineties, there wasn't really a Doctor. Tom Baker, yeah, and then like they took a break for most of the nineties, right? And then they came back in two thousand five when he got reinvigorated by Russell <laughs> T Davies and Eccleston. Eccleston, yeah, and Billy Piper. And Billy Piper, yes. Uh, as Rose. Yeah, I tried uh, watching it. I tried watching it. And I couldn't get into it with him. But I know that if I got past him and got to the next yeah, one, so it would it, maybe, maybe. And one so is Matt Smith during the run with him when you get um, uh, Amy Pond and Rory, yeah. which is um, uh, Arthur Darville, who is Rip oh. Hunter, yeah. and uh, Karen Gillum. I Karen wish, Gillum. I wish, I really, really, really wish the girl didn't leave the Doctor Who franchise for the office because she helped ruin the last bit of the office. But anyway, <laughs> um, I look, she is a, a big time stand up comedian and actress in Britain. Like, huge. I, look, man, they brought a big time stand up comedian. Well, not big time stand up comedian. They brought some big time people in there and it just didn't work. Um, yeah. But that's awesome. I mean, that sounds like a lot. I wish again, I wish that was something I actually wish that I had kind of dug in and and and. I, I think you can jump right back in with the new one. I, think I could right. probably jump in with the new one or just skip or just the Cobra Commander one and go from there. Just watch. Well, it's that's still a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um. And look, the, the, the there's not much bad stuff in the David Tennant run. There's hardly anything rough in the Matt Smith run. The Peter Capaldi run has one of my favorite episodes of television of all time. I'm, I mean, I'm coming up on a on a Sons of Anarchy rewatch. No, so. don't do it. Um, and then Jodie Whittaker, you can uh, you can skip, but I think they're going to keep covering some of the Jodie Whittaker stuff. Um, but it was it was a rough rough stretch. Yeah, that's. Oof. But the current run to answer Dom's question, I think the current run is probably in the hundred around hundred episodes because they're they're shorter seasons because they're all BBC seasons. Oh, let me see. Um, but if you go with the classic run um, included, there's lost episodes, there's radio episodes, there's also. Um, audio books they put out for it. There's audio versions. There's cartoon episodes or comic books. If you just Google how many episodes of Doctor Who, there are 874 episodes. But I'm assuming yeah. that covers a lot of just the, the stuff in the BBC that maybe we didn't get. Well, no, you can get most of it. Most of it's around. Like there's no, classic I mean, Doctor first, Who you can when get. When it first came out, did it come out over here also? Uh, n yes, it was on PBS. Oh, okay. I, that's oh. well. That's how you saw Tom Baker. That's right. That's right. Um, I will say, however, most of those episodes are, are um, quick. They okay. were like one episode was like ten regular episodes of TV, right? Gotcha. Because like the first season was forty-two episodes, but really only eight serials. Okay, which is of our regular episodes, it would have been eight episodes but it was 42 like seven minute episodes gotcha and that's how it was all the way up until the current season which were all 13 episodes for the most part and you're on series 15 no series 13 13 i think i saw so 13 so you have 100 and uh that's a lot it's like 160 that's i would say probably too bad um all right, before I get to Dom's, before we get to Dom's question, we're not going to touch on a lot of this, but just a couple of quick little points. The Game Awards were uh, the other night, 
and Christopher Judge, who, for the gaming community, voices Kratos for God of War, and for the other nerd culture, was Teal'c in the Stargate SG-1 series that aired on Sci-Fi. Uh, oh, he was also the bad guy in House Party 2, but that that's not important. <laughs> um, and I pulled that off the top of my head, by the way. Anyway. That wasn't Zebo. Huh? That wasn't Zebo. No. He made a comment <laughs> in his opening monologue that uh, last year he gave an eight-minute speech, and he said that his eight-minute speech was longer than the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 campaign this year. And, oh boy, did those developers not like that comment. And even after he said it, he goes, well, that's another franchise I'll never work for. Um, <laughs> absolutely hilarious and absolutely not that far off the mark. I still haven't even done the, the campaign. I think I did the first mission. From what I understand, it's incredibly short, and that was like a real deep, deep, deep shot at them. Um, yeah. The only thing that I really figure should be covered is the game of the year, which is the biggest award. Which obviously was Spider-Man 2, right? It was not Spider-Man 2. As I had oh. said it was going to be all along, it was Baldur's Gate 3. Now, I will say that Spider-Man 2 got snubbed for every single thing it was nominated for, and that's sucky. There's nine awards it was up for. It was, yeah. And it got snubbed for every single one of them. And I think that's that's a little bit of a travesty. Yeah, I will say, uh, you know, I, 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 caught a, I caught the recaps of the Game Awards and, and kind of some really harsh critiques of how they're run. And, you know, I haven't watched them probably since they were on G4. Yeah. Um, but I will say from a gaming standpoint, I uh, since we last talked, I think I hadn't beat Spider-Man yet, but I beat Spider-Man 2. I finally beat Jedi Survivor. Don't talk about Spider-Man 2 because I'm still not there yet. But, and then I beat Jedi Survivor and then I just beat The Last of Us 2. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. You're, you're fired up. Yeah, well, I had a lot of games I had halfway finished, and um, my new TV allows me to actually see all of them. Oh, how is that? Uh, how is Spider-Man oh, on that TV? Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's got this AI in it, the TV. Oh, really? So whatever you're playing or watching, it adapts your sound and picture to the best view that the game or show wants. So what you're saying is I need to go get a new TV. So, like, if I'm watching a movie, it'll be like, Oh, this should be in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. Or if I'm watching an episode of Upload, it's like, oh, this should be in filmmaker mode. So it's exactly what they said it should be on the beginning of it. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> one, one of that, that sounds kind of awesome. Now I want a new TV. Um, one of the things that came out was Anthony Mackie came out on stage. They had a lot of celebrities just come out for no reason at all. Um, but Anthony Mackie came out and said that uh, after a successful season one, Twisted Metal is officially renewed for season two, but there's no other information on like when it's going to film, what time, when it's coming out. So that's definitely happening. Well, and, I mean, it was uh, renewed in the middle of the writer's strike, right? <laughs> right. But they can now, there's a lot of stuff that happened that they're now saying officially. Yeah. And he's got to um, finish filming Captain America. So he does. Um, and 17 other Marvel projects that may or may um, not get moved to 2029. We can, we can, <laughs> um kurt russell has been chatty um he has he's so so For no reason well it's kurt russell and they're just trying to talk to anybody they can right now um well he's in in and um uh le, uh monsters movie. monsters the 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 new show on apple tv the godzilla one yeah uh godzilla minus one no no oh. that's that's in the movie theaters uh the other one uh i think the one that but doesn't have anything he, to do with he, that godzilla's not in no he is a little bit i think but he and wyatt russell played the same character like decades apart okay that's cool right so that's why they're talking to him so one thing yeah. one thing that he said was he made some kind of comment about how he would love to take on marlon brando and uh, as as jarell and James Gunn came out the other day and was like, no, 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 no. He's not the right fit for that role, yeah, which is funny. He's like, um, he's a little old to be a first time father. He is. <laughs> um, he did say it's big trouble in little China two, or it was supposed to be either a sequel or we, it had Dwayne Johnson was involved in uh, it. And it's like, it's, was. it's Treadwater. Kurt Russell basically said that if a script came out 
that was as good or better than the original, and they could convince John Carpenter to direct it, he'd come back. That I would like. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, they're not going to. You're not. Uh, it's Monarch Legacy of Monsters. That's what I was trying. That's to. the one. It's That's the like number the... one show on Apple TV right now. Okay. Um, which Ted Lasso Star- is still number four. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much I believe there is. Is it right. really? <laughs> yeah. Really watch that. Um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds is a, is a, is a beginning to film season three. Filming uh, should last about six months. The release is possibly. Holiday season 2024, but most likely it's going to come out in 2025. Mm. Season three ended on a ma- or season two ended on a massive cliffhanger. Such a good show. If you haven't watched it, catch up. Um, I have here in my little notes: uh, Taylor Sheridan is an asshole. Look at the webpage. Um, Taylor Sheridan is suing Cole Hauser. I saw this over his coffee company logo making him the second show star he's conflicted with. He's filed a lawsuit against his star, one of his stars, over their similar-looking cattle brand logos, claiming trademark infringement and false advertising. Why would you not just go to him privately and be like, yo, dude, what's up with this? Apparently, that's not the first time... No, he's uh no, it's not the first time the two of them have gone up against each other. I, I mean, he's he is just as big a part of that show as Kevin Costner is. Oh, he's much better. I would in say it. he's more important because you're going to you could probably you could have had him longer. Now he's going to wind up back in the Fast and the Furious franchise if you get rid of him. He was in the Fast and now he was in Too Fast, Too Furious. He was the bad guy. Oh, that was so long ago. Maybe oh, I don't know. I don't know where that is in the, the franchise. Yeah, because it's um, not the second one. Because because that was no, it is the second. It's technically the second one, the, the oh. only one they made without Vin Diesel. It's the one with Eva Lopez and the first one where Ludacris and Tyrese show up. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yep, I know. I, I, saw, I, I saw the first it. one. I suffered through it because I had to complete it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that and that. I mean, I there's really no other like. You know, there's other news out there that's general, and I have a couple Marvel and DC things, but I wanted to get into these these other things. But before we do that, I wanted Dom asked um, Dom asked me last week when he was here um, about your favorite sequel to a movie. What's your favorite? I don't even remember what I said. Dom will probably be able to remind me. Um. There's a lot of really good sequels on top of a lot of really bad sequels. There are. Well, I mean, you just mentioned House Party 2, so I'm going to assume that is your favorite sequel. It, it actually was not. Um, um, you know, it's if I'm going ones with multiples, it'd have to be Infinity War. Okay. That is still my favorite Marvel movie. Okay. Fair. Um, I think I said Godfather... Um, Superman two, uh, yeah, but uh, I mean that's it's this the strongest of the first four in my opinion. Future two is much worse than one. Terminator two is right. That's that's right. Terminator two is one of the all time good scenes. That's the movie that got me in. I don't think I've seen the original Terminator still, but the you could be mine video got me into Terminator two. I was like, I'm in. Fair, fair, fair. Um. I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger said that uh, he's been doing interviews. Everybody's doing interviews, but he's been doing interviews. And originally, when James Cameron gave him the line and he said, I'll be back, uh, Arnold was like, I think that... uh, Shut up, Dom. Arnold Arnold said that, um, well, maybe it'll sound better if I say I will be back. And James Cameron called him over and said... Uh, basically, I don't tell you how to act. Don't tell me how to effing direct. It's it's, it's fair. Right. Uh, no, I don't. No, it's not Avatar. You Did you see Avatar yet? Not the second one, I refuse. It's on my oh. refuse list. I'll watch oh, so, Walking yeah, was, Dead before I watch Avatar. You know what's surprising? That you didn't put like Wrath of Khan. I did. I did mention did Wrath of Khan, yes. Okay. And I oh. mentioned Empire Strikes Back. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 hard to say. I like I said, I think I think of like the pop culture ones that we kind of cover on this 
show, it would have to be Infinity War for me. Okay. I like, wait, which one was, so was Infinity War the one where, yeah, Infinity War is the one where Captain America shows up at the train station, right? Yes. That's such a badass scene. Might the, be oh, that and that when Thor comes to the big battle at the end yeah. with Rocket and Groot, oh my God. I I like the end game end scene, the like the big battle, but I think Infinity War ended on a much, I think Infinity War is a much better movie as a whole. Yes. I can, I, well, I can rewatch Infinity War time and time and time and time and time again. Um, Endgame is like, Endgame takes it out of me to rewatch it as a movie. I mean, I can watch it, but I have to go to certain, like, I ha- I can skip through a lot of that. Uh, I mean, look, Last Have Crusade movie. What's that? Clerks two. Pete's Pete Pete Hayden. Oh, that is, I, uh, above Clerks. I think that's the weakest of the three. Which one was Clerks two? The one where they Rosario Dawson and they start working the fast food place. See, I don't hate that one. There's a couple of really good scenes in it, but as a movie as a whole, eh. uh, yeah, but like yeah, one and three are so strong though. Um, but oh, I mean, yeah. that could be your favorite sequel for sure. Um, it is uh, a little subjective. House Party 2 is definitely up there, though. Uh, what about Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo? Is that in your list anywhere? Uh, I, I saw it in the drive-thru, I think. Okay. Is that the Muppets, the Muppets Take Manhattan? Wasn't that a sequel? Uh, to The Great Muppet Caper, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, there's also a few Lord of the Rings that were pretty good. I, I, I think I, I remember Charles chimed in with Evil Dead 2. And I will agree, but Evil Dead 2 is basically just a remake of the Evil Dead um, because they had more money. I prefer the Return of the King to the second one of those three. To the Twin Towers? Yeah. I like the Return of the King better because a lot of it is because the whole thing culminates, but that, that end scene where Aragon's like, nobody kneels to you. I get choked up every time I watch that. It's fair. Okay. It just takes so long because it, I, it, I have to watch the extended cuts and they're so long. Yeah, they are. But but they're worth watching. They are because you finally figure out where they got all the gifts that they wandered around with because for <laughs> some reason they cut that out of the regular movie, even though right. it's like two chapters in the book. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Google dropped a bunch of top stuff. All right. We're going to go through the, the real fast. We're going to go through the Google top trending movies of 2023 was revealed. Um, this is what captured and sustained audiences' interest throughout the year. And, it, and of course, at this time of the year, all the lists start coming out of the top this and that. And I love my lists. Yeah, and, we'll have to get ours next week because the two weeks after that yes. are Christmas and New Year's. Yes. It's a weird, for our cycle, we might have to either do an off cycle at some point or we'll have to figure it out. But uh, Yeah, I could... hate when Christmas falls on a Monday. Um, but... The top trending movies in 2023 in no particular order are Barbie, Oppenheimer, Sound of Freedom, uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which actually came out the year before, but still clipped this list, Guardians Volume 3, Super Mario, Creed 3, John Wick 4, which I haven't seen yet, Five Nights at Freddy, and Cocaine Bear. I've seen like three of those things. I have seen maybe four. No, four. I, I've seen four of those. I have seen Guardians. Yep. Creed. I've seen two. I saw and Guardians, I, Super Mario, uh, I, everywhere, everything, everywhere. You still didn't see everything everywhere all at once? No, and I regret seeing Creed oh, three, God. and I really don't want to see Creed four. Um, and whatever the last one was, I saw oh, Cocaine Bear. You saw Cocaine Bear, didn't you? Mm-mm. I thought I talked to you into watching that. It's so good. No, I forgot about it. I was going oh, to watch. So much fun. Um. I think it's getting a sequel. I hope yeah, it's getting a sequel. It is. It's so it, it, it is. It's going to be uh, Heroin Moose or something. I was going to watch the uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, but I had my uh, my toddler with me, and I decided that would not be the best thing for her to watch. Instead, wow. she is hooked on the League of Superhero Pets now. Nice. Nice. Um, so going with the Google top trend, the top trending TV shows of 2023. Mm. Again, in no particular order. The Last of Us, which I've seen. Uh Ginny and Georgia, which I did not see. Uh, that's uh, fine. Season three is coming soon. Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. I didn't even realize that came out. Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, it's it's kind of the Fleetwood Mac story. Okay. 
Uh, it was an Amazon show. I, it was on my list to watch. I didn't get around to it. Uh, Wednesday. That was last year. Okay. Then that 90s show, I made it through two episodes. Nope. Yep, two episodes. Uh, that's on that. my refusal list. Well, he's not in it. He. Mr. Masterson is not in it. No, I know. No, it's on my oh. refusal list because I I don't need to see them oh. growing up. Under, understood. They're way better. Same as I didn't watch Fuller House because I, I was good. I'm Fair. Bad. I didn't need to see what happened later on. It's um, okay to not find out what happens to the people later. I'm okay with that. Kaleidoscope? <laughs> Which I think I still have saved on my to-watch list, but Beef? I don't know what order to watch it in. So, Beef? I think I watched the first episode of Kaleidoscope, or one of the first ep- I watched an oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, thief, 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 not, thief. What's not thief? Beef. Like beef. Beef. Jerk. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it, I thought about it. Uh, the Idol... And the fall of the House of Usher. I don't think you can put the idol on that list. It was slammed. Yeah. So and 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 th- there's a bunch of big misses on there. I, this is just according to Google, not me. I don't. Know I know, that. like the rehearsal, the um, the show with um, um, God damn it, what's his name? Steve Carell, uh, the patient. Oh my God, it was so good. Uh, what's it, what should we call it? Season two. Um, this is one. A, yeah, this Jeremy is Allen a White. trend thing. This wasn't even a. Um, now, before I go to this other big long one, Dom's question here: What list is longer for Frank? Watch or refusal? Refusal, <laughs> definitely refusal. Um, although the watch list is creeping up there. No, your watch list is definitely longer than the list of things you refuse to watch. There's just a lot of things that you uh, you're getting to. Yeah, maybe. and you're getting to list is the longest of all of the lists. It possibly is. Look, small um, is not going to rewatch itself though. The uh, we'll, we'll we'll go to this one real fast. We're gonna go to the fifty first Saturn Awards. Oh, um, and it's not the whole thing. Uh, I'm just gonna give a brief rundown of of a couple of these best science fiction TV series. Andor and the Mandalorian were nominated. Best new genre television series. Andor was it Andor this year. No, but nothing was this year. <laughs> there was a lot that came out. There was a ton that came out this year. Just nobody could promote it. Right. Um, best actor in a television series, Diego Luna Andor. Um, this is not all of the nominees. This is just a bunch of the Star Wars stuff that's in here. Um, best supporting actress in a television series, Katie Sackhoff, um, Genevieve O'Reilly, both yeah. of those are nominated. Andor premieres September of 2022. Right. Uh, best guest star in a television series, Giancarlo Esposito, The Mandalorian, Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. Andor. And best animated television series or special Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Um, um, Lucasfilm. Uh, I mean, this season of Bad Batch was great. Yeah, it was. It was phenomenal. Uh, Lucasfilm had uh, has nine. Um, Star Trek has no less than fourteen nominations across the board, which I'm not going through all of those. Um, These are Golden Globe awards. That, well, these are the Saturn Awards. Now the Golden oh, Saturn Globe. Awards. That makes more sense. Okay, that's. Golden, Golden I missed Globe. that first part because I was still stuck up on your list. Yes, the Golden Globe Awards will go through. Um, we can bang through these. Uh, we can decide which ones we want to go. So, best motion picture I, drama. That's the big one, right? Yeah, I for that last one though. I don't know that I would give anything for. Uh, for Andor. No, I mean, Andor is great. Uh, I mean, I don't know when the Saturn Awards usually run maybe they, they're later this year because of the strike but i would not give Jean carlo esposito shit for this episode of the season of the mandalorian he didn't do anything not in this season he didn't No, he just broke the dark saber and that was it yeah thanks thanks Jean carlo um all right so for the 2024 golden globes uh the categories are divided into words for best dramas best musical or comedy categories best drama we'll, we'll go like i said we'll go through a couple of these not all of them yeah, um, we can split it up and do some this week, next week. Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, Zone of Interest, Anatomy of a Fall. I can't see how Oppenheimer loses here. You had a lot of movies I didn't see. Uh, well, look, Killers of the Flower Moon, though, you have a pretty good pedigree there. Yeah, but I, I mean, a lot of big time actors. Uh, it's Scorsese, but Oppenheimer was, I mean. I mean, it, I haven't it was the most successful at the box office. Yep. Um, best picture, musical, or comedy. I don't like that they put them all in one category. Look, we can have a we can have a long discussion about where Barry fits, if you'd like. So 
for this one, it's Barbie, Poor Things, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May, December, and Air. I, I don't see Barbie losing that either. Amazingly uh, large number of movies that I've never even heard of that are nominated for stuff this year. Is Air the one about Michael Jordan? Uh, that sounds right. They must have, they must have released it in theaters for like a minute so it qualified yeah. for awards. Um, do those later. Do those later. So okay, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama: Bradley Cooper in Maestro, Maestro, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Leonardo DiCaprio Killers of the Flower Moon, Coleman Domingo Rustin, Andrew Scott All All of Us Strangers, and Barry Keoghan in Saltburn. It's a pretty good category. Second year in a row for Barry Keoghan. I'm gonna put that out for one of our own Eternals and the new Joker in the Batman movies. I I don't think Leonardo is going to get another one. I think they're going to give it. I think Cillian Murphy is going to get it. Uh, maybe. Look, uh, I okay. haven't seen Rustin yet, but um, okay. I, I know you're a huge fan of the Walking Dead universe, which I don't even think I got to talk about the Fear of the Walking Dead finale. Did I? Did I? Maybe we on Tuesday. I did. No, when did. we did the Tuesday episode. I did. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's been fantastic on that show for eight years. Like fantastic. I'm sure. And he's like an award-winning uh, playwright and stage actor. So I'm I'm intrigued to see how good he is in Rustin, where he could be a dark horse that comes out of nowhere on that. But again, a lot of the movies nominated for this stuff, like I've never even heard of. No. And and just because they're winning the Golden Globe doesn't mean they're going to win the Oscar because Stallone won the Golden Globe that year. And everybody thought he was going to win the Oscar, and he didn't. Yeah. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Carrie Mulligan Maestro, Sandra Sandra Huller, Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Annette Benning Nyad, Greta Lee Past Lives, and Kaylee Spani for Priscilla. I don't nope. know anything about nope. that. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Fantasia Barino, The Color Purple, Jennifer Lawrence, No Hard Feelings. Which Natalie the color purple doesn't come out till next week. <laughs> Like, like it, it's a, Natalie Portman, May, December, Alma Payosti, Fallen Leaves, Margot Robbie, Barbie, and Emma Stone, Poor Things. That's a packed category. There's it a is. A lot if, of big names in there. If anybody got to see any of the movies, we should join SAG after just so we get the screeners. I would love to do that. I would love So that. you can add them to your list to watch. I would love that. <laughs> um, we'll do the best. We'll do the two. We'll do the supporting stuff and the television, and then we'll, we'll dip out of this. Uh, Let's just do the best actor in the comedy drama, musical or comedy. comedy musical, and then then we'll just hit the shows, and that's good. We don't need to hit support. That's fine. The, okay, Nicholas Cage, Dream Scenario, Timothy Chalamet, Wonka, Matt Damon, Air. Matt Damon was phenomenal in that. I'm sorry, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Joaquin Phoenix, Bo is Afraid, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Again, huge names in there. Would you call Air a comedy musical? No. N neither there is no <laughs> there, i mean it's it's more of a drama great just wanted it, to make sure you know there's no musical number whatsoever there's no singing and there's no comedy like okay there's a couple of like chuckle moments but like every movie has a chuckle moment yeah, like barbie you can give comedy musical well yeah they do a whole dance number yeah because there's there's yeah. and it's comedy yeah um, what did you say? Not supporting right now. We can do that another time. Yeah, let's just do the shows. That that category's ridiculous. Um, all right, best television series drama, nineteen twenty three Paramount Plus, The Crown Netflix, The Diplomat Netflix, The Last of Us HBO, The Morning Show Apple TV Plus, and Succession HBO. Do they give it to Succession in its final season? The Morning Show's won that a couple times, right? Do they not, how do you not give it to The Last of Us? I, look, I, that would be my pick because it's the only one I've seen. But No, but I mean, just, just given how much hype there was around that show and how well-received it was, I get Succession last season, but... I, I would love it. But I mean, The Last of Us wasn't up against... Oh, no, was it up against Succession at the Emmys? I don't think it was. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how you... Uh, I, I don't know how you don't give that to The Last of Us. Um, Just for the one episode. God. Right. Best television series, music, musical or comedy. 
The Bear FX, Ted yep. Lasso, Apple TV, Abbott Elementary, ABC, Jury Duty, Amazon Freebie. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's the, it's it's released on both. Jury Duty oh, is okay. is um, I watched the first episode. I got to finish it still. Okay, but it's it's a reality show mm-hmm. uh, for one guy. Everybody else oh. is an actor who gets the guy gets called to jury duty uh, and the court and all of the rest of the jury are actors. And then they all oh, get sequestered. Nice. But like James Marsden plays James Marsden, who oh, also okay. gets called for jury duty. That's hilarious. And he's playing himself <laughs> and just like crazy shit ensues for the four episodes or for however many episodes it is. Um, it's That's apparently cool. it's very, very good. Um, only murders in the building, Hulu and Barry HBO. Yeah, Barry the 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 opposite of a comedy or musical by the way for since season one so ted lasso or abbott elementary maybe unless jury duty is Uh, it won't be it'll be abbott elementary um but it should be ted lasso uh do you want to do the actors tv series or just no next time okay we can do that next time um yeah that's all for that for now uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I somehow even with all this, free, well, I, I played video games during my free time to catch up on games. So I, uh, I am definitely behind on all of these shows and movies that apparently I didn't know came out this past Me year. Too. Um, all right, real quick MCU stuff, real fast. Uh, Bear, Daredevil: Born Again. Vincent D'Onofrio says a series will be under the Marvel Spotlight banner, which focuses on character-driven stories. Pause. Shouldn't everything drive the characters? Shouldn't they all be character driven? Wait, but isn't Spotlight their new one where you don't have to watch anything before? Like Supposedly. Echo? However, Echo is going to be a show you didn't need to watch anything except for it is directly spun out of Hawkeye. So, Correct. cool. But it's going to be before that. No. Because in the preview, Wilson Fisk has an eye patch in the trailer. No, but no. So, Wilson Fisk is with her when she's young, though. Like they show the Yeah, but. That's not what the show is all the whole oh. thing though, because there's then the trailer also has him with his eye patch from when she shot him in the eye. The Anna Hawkeye spoilers for that show from four years uh, ago. Vincent D'Onofrio also has said the attention from the bosses in redeveloping the series has been deemed extraordinary. He said he said what they're doing. Him and Charlie are so on board with that it, it's that it's going to be just like the Netflix series. It's great. Gonna be I can't wait to see a seventy year old Vincent D'Onofrio and Daredevil. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Verse 3 creators promise Miles Morales animated finale will beat your trilogy fears. Great. Let's do it. The story is going to, the story is going in an exciting direction, (laughs) promising a satisfying conclusion. Chris Miller also teases fans to expect an emotional experience similar to the previous films in the trilogy. Sounds good. Uh, sure. It needs to be shorter. That second movie is so long. Uh, another... Another rumored actress to play Sue Storm. We've heard Vanessa Kirby. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we have Jodie Comer. Oh, she, C- Comer. Comer. Sorry. Uh, she was rumored like a couple years ago, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, she'd be. She basically said that. Uh, she says that anything she says is going to be read as a hint as to her involvement. So she doesn't know whether she's going to be cast or not. Look, I would take her as Alicia Masters. Okay. Um, you know, if if we wanted to go that route, I, I she's from Killing Eve. I don't know if you know Jodie Comer at all. I know her from Free Guy. Okay, she was also Free Guy. Yeah, but she was she was the star of Killing Eve. Okay. Um, and the last thing, um, the X Men MCU's X Men cartoon is getting a fourth season two before the show even debuts. So uh, season two is already in the works. Great. When season one come out? Uh, uh, yeah, that's the problem. Um, um, I, I get, I get how animation works and it takes um, a long time, but I mean, let's be honest at this point, right? We, uh, we heard the Spider-Man freshman class, uh, X-Men 97 is expected to debut on January 3rd, 2024. Okay. There you go. Uh, wait, that's, that's from September. Oh, oh. Oh, I bet that's not true anymore. Oh, I don't think it is. Um, and my final little MCU thing is just off the top of my head. Ryan Reynolds, um, if you haven't noticed, every other day there's a new Deadpool 3 leak. And Ryan Reynolds has basically said, we're shooting outside. We're doing practical things. 
to lessen the CGI involvement in the movie, and therefore leaks are going to be possible. And he 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 begged people, please don't leak anything. So what he has been doing, and I believe Hugh Jackman has started to do it as well, is they're releasing photos of Deadpool in every movie imaginable. They're just they're just releasing a picture of Deadpool in Harry Potter. They're releasing a picture of Deadpool yeah. in this movie, uh, or or they're bringing a star in in a in a photoshopped picture to be with Deadpool. I don't want to see any more Deadpool leaks. I want to be surprised. No, but somebody's got to get their paycheck, so, you know, oh, or so their clicks. All, so, they, all, all anybody cares about is clicks. They don't care about ruining story and content. They just care about getting clicks. Uh, and real fast, two two quick things on, on DC before we close out. Uh, James Gunn officially confirmed Nicholas Holt will be playing Lex Luthor. We already knew this. Yay. And he has replaced Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. You know it's fine. That was possibly the worst Maxwell Lord ever. Well, do you know who he replaced him with? Yeah, I, the, possibly the new worst Maxwell Lord ever. His brother. Yeah. Did you see Zachary Levi's comment on that? I did not. Well, I guess when your brother's in charge of the DC, you can get cast as whoever you decide you want to be. He's not wrong, is he? Uh, well, there was an argument about uh, the, the interviewer was asking Zachary Levi. So, hey... You know, we see Jason Moe, we see Sean Gunn being recast within the new DCU. You know, what do you think about the chances of you getting recast in a different role? Or is there somebody else you'd like to play? And he was like, what do, what do you mean? He's like, what do you mean recast? He's like, Sean Gunn wasn't in DC. He's doing Marvel stuff. And he's like, uh, no, he was Calendar Man and uh, and the Weasel and the Suicide Squad. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, but those are like psycho. That doesn't really count. I was like, <laughs> he's also the voice of Weasel in the uh, yeah. in the animated Creature Commandos. So he yeah. literally already has a role in the DCU. Um, and and uh, he was like, Jason, Mo I don't think he's actually going to be Lobo. Like, is that do you mean Lobo? What, what are you? What, what are you huh? what, what? Shazam 2 was so good, guys. I'm like, oh, my God. No, it wasn't. It's, you got to watch the interview. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad video game looks to be phen phenomenal. No, it doesn't. It does. It's all microtransactions. There's no storyline. It's not. No, it's gonna be trash. Um, I, I, one one more thing for me, uh, the uh, Blade video game looks interesting. The day after, video game was supposed to be this amazing open world, uh, zombie, PvP PVE kind of a game. Um, it was out for four days. The studio that made it shut its doors today. I saw that because of the scam that was this game. It, the player count went from 38,000 to like a thousand. It's, it's crazy. It was horrible. So many glitches and bugs. They said, we don't have the money to fix this game. They scrubbed their website. They scrubbed the YouTube <laughs> channel. They're just, they were a Russian company. They're gone. It's amazing. Was it a free? No, it was a $40 game that a lot of people bought. Mm. Steam might possibly give the money back for that but otherwise no wow that's cr that's crazy did you i i don't think you guys talked about the blade game trailer that came out did no you? i totally forgot i actually did not see that trailer because i was i was playing do Zom you do you think a blade video game beats blade to the movie theater 100 percent. because i don't even know how long it's going to be right we already had a black panther captain america game announced last year i have no idea where that's when that's going to come out 100 percent because the only only MCU movie we're getting in the next year is Deadpool. That's it. We're going to have, what, two series, maybe? Uh, I, think, I think there'll be three. I think we'll get Echo, we'll get X-Men 97, which may or may not matter. Okay. And we'll get uh, Agatha. That's right. They're filming that. And I don't know. I saw Ironheart. I don't know if you guys talked about that. Ironheart's pushed again. I Yeah, I did. But it's like, complete. It's been filmed for a year and a half. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like done since Black Panther. Um, which is crazy to me that they keep pushing it. Like, what? How bad is it? And and can you just stop forcing things and filming I, them, and then releasing crap? Film so another it, season of Miss Marvel instead. So when it comes out, the girl that plays Ironheart's going to be in her thirties. Dude, you 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 know that is my biggest pet peeve about all of these things. <laughs> is yeah. like we we gotta we gotta stop planning out ten years and just make stuff now. Like, look, Harry Potter managed to pull it off. The kids got older, but cool. You know, but everything else is brutal.
Yeah. How how uh, how much these guys are aging out? Uh, what if season two and Aquaman do come out the same day? So um, we'll be able to, but we'll have to figure out. Maybe we will do like a, a stop in between Christmas and New Year's to talk about what if season two. I'll I'm watch. Sure Frank will watch it in real time. I'll watch what if season two. I really don't. I'll wait for Aquaman to come out on the Plex. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll probably I'll go see it that week. Maybe. I'll take my kids. I got I pay for the thing. Maybe I'll go over the holiday. Uh, although yeah, you I don't do have, go to go for free, don't you? I don't have that much of a Christmas holiday since it's on a Monday and I have to go back into work the next day. Same thing with New Year's. Yeah, yeah, you'll be okay. Um, there's there's this weekend before it. I know. Uh, one uh, one last thing for me. If you haven't and you have the opportunity to go watch the Millie Vanilli documentary, please do. Oh my God. You're obsessed with this thing. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I won't. I'm going to go watch more Ink Masters probably. I'm going to go play zombies. And maybe finally beat Marvel uh, Midnight Suns. Ooh, there you go. Be my, my fourth game to rattle off this month. <laughs> so, hey, as always, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you go hit like and subscribe on the YouTubes and the podcast places and all those things. Thanks for finding the geek spot with us. Thanks. And, uh, nice to be back. We'll see you all again real soon. Bye. Bye.